Welcome to the Dance Science Podcast, and thank you so much for being here with me today. I am your host, the Dance Scientist, and the Dance Science Podcast intends to build connections and drive discussion on how we can improve our field and make dance science more normalized. Thank you for being here and enjoy this episode. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Welcome to the Dance Science Podcast. I am the Dance Scientist, and in this episode, you're going to learn a little bit about my backstory and a little bit about why I created this podcast. So let's get right into it. I think we're going to start with my story because my story kind of directly echoes into why this podcast was born in the first place. So let's just start with a little bit about my background in dance. So obviously, I grew up as a dancer. I did start taking dance basically when I was three years old. And I was always very, very curious, okay? This is like one of the strongest memories that I have of my childhood growing up dancing is that I was always constantly asking questions. Now, when I say curious, I'm not necessarily meaning the technical side, like the artistry and the nuances of the movement. I'm more talking about the opposite, like more in the anatomical and biomechanical space. So really, my questions were rooted in more of that realm of dance, okay? So really, my questions were like, you know, why does my one arm or, you know, shoulder, for example, feel like this when I raise my arm into first arabesque, for example? Or it was like, you know, why do I feel this feeling in my knees when I'm doing this specific movement. And so these questions, you know, couldn't really get answered at the time. You know, I was growing up dancing when dance science was basically just born. You know, dance science was only born in the 80s. And I was born in 1995. So everything was really, really new then. And so I started Googling. (laughs) As sometimes we do as kids, you know, we're like, oh, let let me just Google. And I actually found Lisa Howell, who is the founder of the Ballet Block. She's a physiotherapist, and she really works a lot with dancers. And I just want to shout her out for a second because she has amazing offerings on her website. She has a YouTube channel. She has an Instagram. She's totally, totally amazing. So please go check her out and give her some love because she really deserves it. So I would basically go back and forth and I would actually email her. Like I actually have emails of us going back and forth because I would ask her questions about my knees and she would answer and give me advice. And I kind of went on this journey of discovering that I have hyperextended knees, which is totally fine, right? So again, all of these questions, I was like, how am I gonna answer these questions? And so continuing on my dance journey, I actually decided to get an undergrad in dance. So I have my BS in dance with honors from Wayne State. And this was a really pivotal time in my life, literally, because I started to also take dance kinesiology classes and Pilates classes. So the Pilates classes were kind of like my doorway into the dance science world. All of those childhood questions that could never really get answered, I finally had 50 million (laughs) light bulbs going off in my head. Like literally, that's what it felt like. Little flickers everywhere in my body. Like, oh, that makes sense. 
you know, oh, that makes sense. That's why when I did a front table pay, I felt X, Y, and Z, right? All of these questions, not necessarily that you can answer all of them immediately because that's not really how the body works, but it all of a sudden felt like I had the tools available to me because I started learning about dance science. And one of the thoughts that came into my head was, this is great. I love learning about dance science in college, but you know, why wasn't I learning at least a little bit about these concepts from a young age? And so that's one of the gaps that I see in dance science. And you're going to hear me talk about the fact that dance science is not perfect and there are a lot of weaknesses in dance science. And you're going to hear more about these in other episodes. Continuing on with my journey, I loved Pilates so much that I actually decided to get certified. So I'm fully certified in stop Pilates, including ISP, which is injuries in special populations. Again, it was a really pivotal time because I was also taking dance kinesiology and I was taking it with a professor who I basically considered my mentor and she basically took me on and we formed a great relationship. And that's why today I really see myself as a professor. So that's one of the goals that I really want to achieve one day. So again, continuing on, the Pilates was kind of my doorway. And again, the dance kinesiology classes were like, whoa, <laughs> light bulb, light bulb, light bulb. But, but again, why am I just learning about this, right? Then I decided to continue and get my master's, but my master's is in kinesiology, exercise science, also with honors, and also from Wayne State University. So between those two worlds, right, because I have my BS in dance and I have my master's in kinesiology, I've really been able to compare the two worlds. And yes, the dance world is pretty behind. You know, there are a lot of concepts that are really normal for athletes, like periodization, rest, recovery, things like that are very normal for them. But for dancers, we're just kind of just starting on the cusp of like grasping those concepts and figuring out how to really blend them into the dance world. So you're going to hear me talk about more how the worlds are very different and how we can start progressing our field forward. So I also completed my thesis. I did a research study on dancers. I studied dancers balance using the balance master system. So I was in a lab and everything and it was super, super cool. Then I knew I wanted to continue my education because I really wanted to focus on more research and more publishing down the road. And so I decided to continue. And two months after I graduated with my master's, I actually got accepted into two programs, but I actually decided to just go to Concordia Chicago University. They have an online PhD program. There were many reasons why I chose to go with Concordia. Maybe we can get into that into another episode, but I'm really happy with the program that I'm in. Now, this is another question. This is probably the most asked question that I get on Instagram are just like general career questions about dance science. And so this kind of sparked me to create my own mentoring program. So I do currently offer dance science mentoring sessions because again, I think it's an area that we need to be talking about more, right? There's really no like 
here's your handbook <laughs> about dance science careers, right? It's not really like that. Maybe it will be one day, but right now it's not. So I'm trying to put the tools out there and get the resources out there. So that gives you a little bit about my backstory. Now, when I started on Instagram, my posts were just Pilates based because again, that's literally where my whole journey started with dance science was that I fell in love with Pilates. So really that was like my first love. <laughs> and I actually also decided to get certified, like I said, and then eventually on my Instagram, I decided to broaden the way that I was marketing myself. And so I started to just focus on the entire field of dance science. And so we know dance science is an umbrella term with many subtopics that are studied and researched. And so one of the things I'm trying to do is to try to bring attention and awareness to the field as a whole and hit on some of those subtopics. Let's get into the podcast. Let's get into how the podcast was born. So the podcast is going to be a mix of solo episodes and guest episodes, okay? So the guest episodes will be me interviewing people in the field, and I hope to get some dance medicine professionals, and I hope to also get maybe some of the original pioneers, or at least people who are really, really close into why dance science is here in the first place. One of the intentions of the podcast is to build connections and drive discussion on how we can improve the field of dance medicine and science. Again, you're gonna hear me say many times, dance science is not perfect, and we're really gonna get into why it's not perfect and what those weaknesses are and how we can start working through those. The episodes are going to be either two a month or one a month. It might just depend on scheduling. Again, they're gonna be a chance to drive discussion that's something I really want to focus on and cultivate a sense of community. That's another thing I want to focus on in progressing the field of dance science. So, you know, with Instagram posts, they're amazing and I really, really love Instagram, but the posts only go so far sometimes, right? So I saw the podcast opportunity as just another outlet for how we can really sit down and start navigating through improving our field because there are really a lot of things that we need to be doing to progressing the field of dance science. So maybe let this be a sign to you because to be honest, the podcast has been itching at me for several, several years. <laughs> I've tried to push it down many, many times. I've tried to make excuses and, oh, I, there's no way I can do that. That's too hard. That's too complicated for me. I would just, you know, quit after a month, but one day I just decided to make the firm decision and I decided, you know what? No more limiting beliefs. It's 2023. <laughs> Let's step into our higher selves. And I made a firm decision on it and here I am. So maybe let that be a sign if you're struggling with anything similar in your life, if anything has been kind of whispering at you. And, you know, it's like maybe there's a reason why it's whispering at us. Another thing I'm going to do for myself is kind of do the podcast the way that I want to do the podcast. So, for example, I'm only going to be doing one or two episodes a month because I think that that's enough. And another thing I'm going to do is I don't really want to, like, limit the conversations. And I don't really want them to just feel 
like standard, if that makes sense. I really want to maintain like a natural flow in the episodes. You know, I'll have questions that I'll be asking the guest speakers, but I don't just want it to feel like, you know, two robots sitting here because we're not going to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. Perfection doesn't exist. So if you are looking for perfection, this might not be the podcast for you. I really want to maintain a nice flow to our conversations and to whoever I interview. I cannot believe I'm sitting here saying this is the Dance Science Podcast, but it is. And I am here. I'm the Dance Scientist. And I am so, so, so thankful that you are here with me. And I cannot wait to get started on my first episode. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Dance Science Podcast. I'm your host, the Dance Scientist. And if you really enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave a review or share the episode or feel free to also shoot me a DM on Instagram. Again, thank you for being here and I will see you in the next episode.